Today's very somber episode of the Bill Simmons Podcast brought to you by ZipRecruiter. You know it's not smart? Caring about football. You know what else isn't smart? Job sites that overwhelm you with tons of the wrong resumes. Luckily, there's a smart way at ZipRecruiter.com slash BS. They find people with the right skills for your job. They actively invite them to apply. My listeners can try ZipRecruiter for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash BS. ZipRecruiter is the smartest way to hire. Meanwhile, SeatGeek, the best app for buying and selling tickets to sporting events, concerts, whatever else you want. For $10 off your first SeatGeek purchase on any game or sporting event, use promo code BS. Sounds like a good holiday gift. Download the SeatGeek app or go right to SeatGeek.com. And if you don't know that by now, I don't know what to tell you. I thought you'd been listening for a while. We're also brought to you by TheRinger.com where you can find a basketball piece for me that will be written. Um, It's going up this week. Yeah. My fingers still work, apparently. I was worried. So that's happening. The Rewatchables, two episodes left. We have Con Air coming this week. We taped that one, and we taped Tombstone, which is going to run Christmas week. So Con Air and Tombstone for The Rewatchables, which was named a Best of 2018 podcast by Apple. So there you go. Tombstone, a week from now. Con Air, this week. Con Air is... Kyle, have you seen Con Air? I've right? seen Con Air. I've seen it. So Many people times. think Godfather is the greatest movie ever made. I think it's Con Air. Really? Yeah. <laughs> I think it's Con Air. It's my, it's do my you talk own. about that on the pod? Yeah, we do. We <laughs> we debate you know, Godfather, some of the other all-time classics, and then Con Air. It's so good. I forgot how great it was. That's happening. Coming up, the cuz is going to come on, and we are going to commiserate about uh, all kinds of horrible things that happened in week 15. We're going to do a little parent corner. I might actually pull my son into parent corner, and he's going to do his Christmas list which is really great. Uh, so stay tuned for that. First, our friends from Pearl Jam. All right, the cuz is on the line. I hate everything, Sal. I hate absolutely everything. I hate football. I hated the last 11 hours. Um, I don't I don't like what happened. I don't know how to move forward. Let's start there. I don't know how to help you either. This is one of those days where you watch football. And you're like, oh, I think this resembles the game I've been viewing for the last, you know, 40 years or so. But uh, nothing really added up. No. Your Cor- team, my team, that, that atrocity we just watched on Sunday night. I don't get it. And all our money's gone. <laughs> and my fantasy season's over. Uh, and, not so fast. Not so fast. And my Brady Belichick era might be over. Other than yeah. that, it was a great day. <laughs> I we ordered uh we ordered from Castles or Cassells. It's Castles. I think it's Cassells, right? Cassells in LA. And I just I had a patty melt, I had a milkshake, I had some fries. So just oh, boy. yeah, just this was one of those nights. A lot of those things you're mentioning are including free, I think. Uh, no, I didn't care. I didn't yeah. care. I'm just didn't. I'm uh, I'm I'm just down. I the quarterbacks were really bad today, and what was weird was um, Nick Foles was was really good, and it it actually got me thinking. I don't know if you're an Eagles fan, how do you feel about this Nick Foles thing? Like, yeah, I don't know what to think about it other than. He seems to, it's a weird thing. I feel like I've seen the same play over and over. A guy's right in his face, actually right on his arm, like underneath his armpit. And it not only doesn't slow down his pass or, you know, but 
it's right on. And that combined with the fact that the Rams were playing some kind of prevent defense I had never seen before where you could allow two wide receivers get 10 yards beyond the, uh, the free safety and the cornerback was covering the other wide receiver. Yeah, that was a nice combination for the Eagles tonight. Wow. That's, uh, yeah, I had them tied to everything. Every Pete teaser, every Moneyline parlay. Disgraceful. My plan was after the Seahawks beat the Niners, I was going to take the Eagles plus 13 because I actually thought that line was too high. It got, it got to a point where it was like, all right, this is now ridiculous. Yeah. And uh, I never got there because I, I, I don't even know where to start with things I can't understand about today, but I think the single most inexplicable game was the Niners wanting to beat Seattle. Forget about how bad Seattle was and all the yeah. different stupid ways they tried to lose that game. But the Niners, they've really no incentive at all, and they actually had a real chance to get the number one seed. And they're celebrating like they won the Super Bowl, and I get it. Sports is a competition, but you know they have their third-string quarterback. It's a pouring right. rain, and they were playing like it was, honestly, like the, the Super Bowl for them. It was a credit to them. It was a credit to their coaching staff, but all Seattle had to do was win by a point, and they make the playoffs. I have. What was your explanation for that game? Well, my explanation is I try to call you off that if you check our text exchange. I know. Like the Seahawks don't need it. They're like two games up, a game and a half up on the They did need it, though. They do need it. They needed it. Yeah, well, now they need it. They need the next one. (laughs) uh, They needed the game. They play Kansas City next week. It it was. They're going to get in. They're going to get in with eight. eight, Well, I guess eight and six. Yeah. It's so funny when. They'll get nine. It's like uh, like in the Netflix horror movies when in the first 20 minutes they go in the attic and they find something and you just kind of know something's something's wrong. Like they found yeah. some chest. The equivalent of that is when you bet on a team, everything's going well, and they miss the extra point. And it's 6 nothing instead of 7 nothing. Right. That is the yeah. equivalent of the attic with like the evil coins that you shouldn't touch. Once that happens, I'm like, oh no, here we go. Next play, yeah. kickoff, Niners guys running back. Janikowski is the last guy in it, and I, I don't even know how to describe what he did. He looked like somebody who was trying to beat a car that was about to hit him. Right. And just like almost dove out of the way. Like he didn't realize he could actually touch the guy. We were talking about that, and you don't see kickers have back-to-back bad plays because if you miss a field goal, yeah, you don't you don't kick off, you know? So he misses the extra point, and then um, I don't know. Yeah, he's got he's got two hundred pounds on him. Just just lay down on the field, um, and you're fine. He was like he was like sitting on the bench by the time the guy scored. Ran that back. It was, yeah, it was like he didn't want to get hurt. Right. And, and uh, I I don't know. I I they made the PATs more exciting a couple years ago. They moved them back. Mm-hmm. I now hate them more than ever. Like, just get rid of them. Let's just do two-point across the board. It feels like half the time these guys are missing the PATs. I know that's not the actual stat, but... Right. Um, I want to do... That's one of the things I want to ask God when I go to heaven, and you better believe I'm going to heaven. But when I go, <laughs> I want to ask, hey, with these missed extra points, and as far as my gambling goes, I'm on the wrong side way more than the right yeah. side. Right? Why am I on the wrong side 90% yeah. of the time? Right. I just I just need that answer. And then wherever you want to send me, that's fine. Who... Who was the guy? I, I watched so much football the last two days that it all blended together. Who was the guy who missed two extra points? The Jets guy? Yeah, it was the Jets yeah, guy. Yeah, Myers. And they were just uh, singing his praises. And I had checked his stats too. I was like, wow, in our fantasy league. I was like, nobody has this guy, and he's the number one kicker in the league. He's a free yeah. agent, much better than last year. 
And then, yeah, then he missed two extra points. I pick against the Texans every week. Sometimes I gamble against them. Mm-hmm. And every week they beat me, and I'm even more convinced next week is going to be the week when I'm going to beat them. That If you watch <laughs> that Jets game closely, the Texans somehow covered. They were favored by, like, what, six? They covered. They, they covered. They won by seven. Yeah, and four, I have, it went to six. Yeah. I have no idea how they won by seven. I watched the whole game. It's, it honestly seemed like the Jets were controlling the game. And the Texans made a couple of big plays, but they couldn't run the ball. Hopkins had to make these superhuman plays just to keep them around. Man, that was frustrating. And you kept thinking, all right, it's one thing if Darnold throws his pick. This this seems like a nice spot, middle of the fourth quarter where he does it. He didn't. He actually did well. One of his better games, I Yeah, thought. I liked how he played. He, he uh, He's not there yet because he doesn't have weapons, mm-hmm. and it's really hard to tell how good he is. But I was impressed. He's got a little spirit to him. He definitely yeah. has a little charisma. Um, I'm start, I'm I'm not wavering on my Barkley over Darnold thing, but now I'd say at least I'm a little worried about. It. I've been wrong about everything else. I might as well. Yeah, that Giants that. thing was very strange. Talk about a team that didn't. That they played like a team playing for the number one draft pick right there. Like they must have someone must have smacked them. Say, hey, what are we doing here? We need, we want to end up in the top five. Didn't even well, score a point. Eli's like been Eli's been pretty consistently um, abominable. But then he'll have little stretches when he's not abominable. And then people are like, oh, Eli, you know. And it's, and then he'll have entire games when he's abominable. Well, I'm not saying Today Barkley's was one of those MVP. I, I fight with uh, a lot of people about this. I, I, def- I think he's rookie of the year for sure, offensive. He's not, not anymore, MVP, yeah. But that, that, this is a good indication of what happens when he can't get out, when he gets bottled up. He had 31 rushing, I think like 20, 25 receiving, and they scored zero points. Not even like don't compete a little bit, but. Nothing, not even close. There was some really bad offense. In fact, the early games today were, uh, I don't even think we had one close one, right? Everything was pretty much wrapped up. Packers-Bears was threatening to be maybe close, but it ended up not being close. Somehow I get set. We get seven screens the way we arrange it. And uh, Bills-Lions wasn't on one of them. And the Redskins game wasn't on one of them. I think those are the two best or at least closest games. Yeah, the Early. Bills. The Bills won, but didn't cover. Mm-hmm. Josh Allen is just flat out exciting. It's it's like having. We always wonder what would happen if a running back played quarterback, and now we get to find out every week with him. I I actually yeah. enjoy watching him. The games I, um, are bad. I start him in uh, like daily fantasy now, and don't even give it a second thought. Like really, these teams. Yeah, yeah, he's good. So, from a quarterback standpoint. If if the listeners are like, why aren't they talking about the Cowboys and the Patriots? Because I'm not ready yet. I'm not ready to talk about. I'm just trying to trying to duck it. From a quarterback standpoint, the ones today, if you go through, I mean, really, the mediocrity has never been more apparent. I don't know if it was a cold weather thing or what, but Goff was somebody that I felt like was now upper echelon. Remember, there was like he was kind of. Yeah. lingering in the MVP conversation a little bit. I felt like he single-handedly lost that game for them today. He was yeah. so bad. He made so many bad throws. He missed open receivers left and right and uh, just looked nervous. And, you know, their defense obviously wasn't that good either, but the plays were there. He, it was like he was afraid to go deep. And then when he had receivers, he wasn't always hitting them. And he was really sloppy with the ball. And uh, he mm. threw for 339 yards through 54 times, did not have a touchdown. Yeah. Two picks. And 
two two really bad picks actually. One of them was was like a junior high school pick, but I I tweeted that Jared Goff is playing quarterback like a guy named Jared Goff would play quarterback. It was really really bad, and uh, yeah, like, and I was thinking, wow, I wonder if Foles is better than Wentz. I'm like, wow, Foles might be better than Goff too. I don't know what, what I'm watching here, but this is this is really something else. But yeah, that play where his the center stepped on his foot. And then he's going down and he was almost down. Like he would have been out of the play. They would have had a punt. And then he just like flings it and it gets intercepted. Like, Oh, this is definitely the Eagles night. Get me a live money line here. I don't know what, what's going on. And then Gurley gets hurt. It was a big mess. I think the, the one thing I'm going to file away for next year is don't do any parlays in week 15. Just don't. Week 15. Yeah. Yeah. Week 15. Just don't. Seems like weird stuff happens. The, Meanwhile, every favorite won early on. You talk about those early games, every single favorite won. Not didn't cover, but won. Yeah. And then you get to the late afternoon, Seahawks lose to the Niners, and the cat and your uh your Patriots lose, and now the Rams. So the, the last three were the only dogs to win. And those were all I would say three of like the six or seven best teams. Yeah, and that's where everyone's. What did there, the Patriot line end up at? Uh Patriot line ended up uh it was a solid three. Man, I mean it is crazy. I've been saying this for weeks, and people think I've been too negative with the Pats about the Pats this year. Now, I guess not. I guess I guess they know what I what I was talking about. The Pats aren't very good, um, and we're going to talk about them in a second. But the Steelers ran all over them with their third yeah. string running back today, and they, they they had a drive that started at the one yard line, and it was dude Samuels is a fifth rounder, and and Stephen Ridley, who. Um, I, I, I gotta be honest. I didn't know really was still in the NFL and I, and it seems like we waved him 20 years ago. He just came back to play against the Patriots. He's gone. Don't let him go now. I, I think he, he I mean, he, he was so far gone when he was in the Patriots. Like I think he roomed with Aaron Hernandez in like 2011. Mm-hmm. The, uh, it, it was just crazy to watch, um, the Steelers run all over them. Cause it really seemed like Roethlisberger was hurt. I mean, they, the ball was sailing all over the place with him. Yeah. I think Levy and Bell takes it yet another hit in his new contract negotiations to which, <laughs> whichever team he ends up with. But yeah, Samuels, like you said, he had, I don't even think he had 20 carries, but 140 yards and, uh, they were good. But what continues to shock me is why can't guys like Gronk get open? Like I, the Hogan play for the touchdown is one that, that that's, that's Patriot football. That's yeah. what I think I see more. But why isn't Gronk getting open? Why didn't like White drop a pat? There was just some weird, weird things that the Patriots don't normally do. Um, well, first of all, Edelman had two massive drops in that game, and Gordon had one too, right? Gordon had a big drop, but Edelman had two uncharacteristic kind of drive killing drops. Mm-hmm. And when I Facetime my dad during the game, and he was bitching, he said, like, "Edelman, two drops," but. He was right. I mean, they really killed the momentum and they were the kind of plays that, you know, he's been making for most of his career before he got hurt. Mm-hmm. The Gronk thing, though, I think that ship is pretty much sailed. I think it is what it is now. He he can't get separation anymore. This was the worst out of all of them. I know you've been saying it for it's, months. It's, but... He can't get open anymore. He can, yeah. he can still catch the ball in traffic and mm-hmm. he can still, if he's open, can get it and turn around and the safety dives at his legs and he just goes down. But the uh, the days of runaway freight train Gronk are long gone, and and they, you know, this is if you watched every Patriot game this year, this is how he played today was how he's played the whole season. They yeah. do they did take him out of the garage in the second half and tried to run some plays with them, but you know that there's some weird stuff going on. James White was so important in the first 
I don't know, eight to 10 games. And and now it's like this three running back rotation again. There's a lot of Rex Burkhead. Yeah. And his 4840. That's weird. Uh, Gordon is this was the first, you know, really big road game that he's played in and he and he wasn't wasn't available today, apparently. Yeah. Um, yeah, you if you thought like I told you before the game, hey, Steelers was only scoring seventeen points. How much are we putting on the Pats? Yeah. I think you'd be right there with me. Yeah, I lot, I mean everybody's scoring on the Steelers and moving the ball, but the elephant in the room is Brady, yeah. who has been a B minus this year. He's had stretch. He's had like hour long stretches where he's looked really good, but for the most part, has not really been that good. And um, and it was hard to tell the difference between the weapons that he had available versus, you know, the consistency of his play. But I, I gotta say, like today was the first day that I really felt like he looked like a forty one year old quarterback. Not in the sense of like from a talent standpoint. Didn't seem like he wanted to get hit today. Yeah, there were there were plays when he was jerking his body away from pass rushes that weren't even really there. You know, he he just seemed, for lack of a better word, jittery. And this is a guy who, I'm gonna say, you know, what was that Denver AFC title game, 2000? It was the year before they beat Atlanta when they lost in Denver, and he just took an insane amount of punishment that game. He must have been hit 35 times in that game, and I think he had a concussion, and he just kept staying in the pocket and taking the hits. Doesn't seem like he was as interested in taking the hits anymore. And I don't blame him. He's had an unbelievable career. He's been around for two decades and he's made a ton of money. But this was the first game where I really felt like he just wasn't staying in there. And he was a lot of ball, a lot of throwing balls, falling back. I mean, that last play, the game, the game ending play, he he kind of had Edelman open and he and he right. just fell to the side and and winged it. And it was terrible. All three of those passes were terrible, but but if you look um, at his numbers, they're not going to be as bad as, I don't know, he, he has 4,000 yards almost, I think, right now. He'll end up with probably 4,500. Yeah. Nine interceptions is high for him, I think, for sure. But he'll end up like with 28, 29 touchdown passes. Well, I, I think I think what we've worse. seen, you know, I watched the whole Packers game today. And Rodgers, he has that interception streak where he had to throw an interception for, for forever. Mm-hmm. And he was like eight for eight in that game. If you yeah. watch that game carefully, he didn't play that well. And he missed open guys. He had guys. He missed a touchdown when it should have been Rodgers. Yeah, Rodgers. He oh should, god, yeah. Should have yeah. been seven seven. He missed a guy who was open instead of seven three. He missed another guy for a touchdown. He missed some deep balls. And he's another guy who doesn't seem like he really is that interested in getting hit. And uh, there might be ten, twelve guys now in the playoffs. I'd want starting in the playoffs more than Aaron Rodgers. Like I was never. I had the Bears money line today. Yeah, I was never really worried that he was going to come back. And yeah, he didn't and have it, a terrible game, but and the reason I brought him up was because you talked about how Brady's going to throw for four thousand yards. Like I think if this is right, it says Brady has thirty seven hundred and Rodgers has thirty seven hundred. They have the I think that was same. before today. That was before the day, so they're yeah. right yeah, around he's got four, close to four thousand. Brady, yeah, and Brady was heading into today twenty three TDs, eight picks. Rodgers is twenty three TDs, one pick, but. If you actually watch them play and play out, I, it's it's certainly not a vintage season for either of them, to say the least. No. And I thought Brady really hurt the pass today. I, I, the the drops hurt him, no question, but um, he was not good, and the coaching was really bad too. I, I just I thought they were going to come out in that uh, no huddle attack, attack, attack. Use James White. Where was James White today? 
That was weird too. James White, you know, people are like two carries, right? Yeah, and people were talking about how he was the best kind of third down back the Pats have ever had. He's been kind of pushed out. Mm-hmm. So it, it was. I think Brady got his thousand yards rushing. What was that last week? The week before, and that's it. That's, that's all it he ever he's wanted. Done? Thousand quarterback sneaks. They had a chance uh, to end the Steelers today. It was sitting there. The what? What'd you say? They had a chance to end the Steelers. Yeah. That was done. The Steelers were going home. The interception that he threw was really especially reprehensible and very unbrady like and uh, wasn't great. Let's uh, let's take a break and talk about your team. Hey, let's face it. Guys are terrible at taking care of their health. Studies show 70% of guys who experience erectile dysfunction don't get treated for it. As I keep saying, ED is like a check engine light for a man's body. It could be an indicator there's something more serious going on, like a heart issue or diabetes. Thankfully, our sponsor, Roman, has created an easy, discreet way to get checked out by a doctor and get treated for ED online. It's a one-stop shop. Licensed U.S. physicians can diagnose your ED, ship meds right from their pharmacy to your door. No waiting rooms, no awkward face-to-face conversations, no uncomfortable trips to the pharmacy. Just visit GetRoman.com slash Bill. Fill out a brief questionnaire. Chat with the doctor. Get real FDA-approved medication, if recommended, by your doctor. It's all prescribed online, delivered straight to your door in discreet, unmarked packaging. Talk to a doctor. ED is a problem that guys don't tackle, but it's really important. And now, with Roman, it's really easy to take care of it for a free online visit. Go to GetRoman.com slash Bill. And since we're here, The Ringer's been putting up a whole bunch of best of 2018 stuff on the website, podcast, videos, whole bunch of videos we've been putting up, actually. We have a really nice series about uh, our staffer's favorite stuff from 2018. So check that out as well, wherever you get your Ringer content. All right. So if we learned anything about week 15, it was that all the teams that were having smoke blowing up their rectums um, could not handle all the smoke in their rectum. And I would right. include the Dallas Cowboys on that list. Oh, we don't have you. Could, why don't you do another read? Read another ad. We don't have to talk. We'll, about we'll do another one. Yeah, do a couple more. Let's talk about rectum smokers. <laughs> it is the new uh, smoke up the ass app. <laughs> so, so you got <laughs> shut out. It was really bad for gamblers before we go on the Cowboys. Yeah, the, if you had the, you were going to have the Chiefs and the Rams, right? Aren't we're going to have the Chiefs and the Rams probably both every week? So. We got slaughtered. But I did think the Cowboys, I did not think they'd lose 23 nothing. But I was a firm believer in this whole, we don't need this game. And God knows Jason Garrett is not going to get the Cowboys up for a game they don't need. Um, and it's going to show. But, you know, there was some nice ni- nice things that, we, you know, the the, uh, the defense hadn't allowed a first quarter touchdown since week seven. Um, that was out early. The Prescott, that pass and the drop on the, on the was it, third and goal and then they went for it on fourth and goal that little out route to the fullback that was bad and then zeke gets bottled up but uh yeah bad 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 offensive performance not fun watching Dak out there trying to move the ball and um the colts are all right they ran all over the cowboys that marlon mack is good ty hilton gets open almost every good. play yeah I don't, they... I don't know what to say other than you know zeke elliott says we need this this is going to be great for us so uh, a couple more shutouts and, and think of how great that'll be. Like, we'll then we'll be really set. Uh, um, <laughs> I had a, I, I, before the, the, like the Cowboys going into this were um, eight and five, right? Yeah. And you had the Eagles who were in 13 point underdog and the Redskins who were a seven point underdog. With Josh the, the division's going to take care of itself. Both yeah. those teams win. And now it's uh now you have to win a game or two. The good news is you're, you're home for Tampa next week. 
Yeah. And then you're playing uh, at Giant Stadium in week 17. Right. That is setting up for – that could be a fun game. At the Giants? Well, because – Yeah, yeah guess what? The Giants fans will be really excited to knock you out of the playoffs. Oh, yeah. They'll, yep. they'll be showing up in force. And you have the whole Saquon thing to worry about because – he is the guy. It's only, he's almost like the Anthony Davis type NBA player. Like at any game, he could have 48 points and 20 rebounds. Right. You just don't know when it is and you hope it's not your day. It's mm-hmm. interesting though. Washington and Philly play in week 17. So they're both mm-hmm. seven and seven. Washington's at Tennessee. Philly's home for Houston. Yep. And then they play each other in Washington in week 17. Well, so, they, if the Cowboys went beat Tampa, Philly can't catch the Cowboys. Think, can right? Washington was, catch him though? Washington, I don't know what that tiebreaker goes because they're both nine and seven. You're saying? What if it's a three way? I guess it can't be because Washington. Yeah, 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 it's impossible for. Yeah, but you're right. If it goes Cowboys Giants and they need that game, you're going to see Odell's going to play no matter what kind of injury he's been nursing the last month or so, uh, and that's going to be a very tough road game to win. And then New Orleans now in the driver's seat for the one seed. They are uh, at Carolina Monday night and then home for Pittsburgh and home for Carolina. Rams yeah. are at Zona, home for San Francisco. The Rams really pooped the bed in this. This is the everybody's beatable week, right? This is what we learned from when you, usually you learn something, you take something from every week. Yeah. Everybody's beatable. I will say Collinsworth made a great point. He was talking about how the Rams are just starting to get banged up now. And they don't have a lot of depth because of the way they approached the season where they kind of went all in on these guys. And mm-hmm. and he made the point, like, this is why Belichick, you know, year after year after year, he cares about the depth more than going all in on guys. He Because it's like injuries happen every year. And by week 16, 17, 18, you know, you're not playing the best 22 guys in your team anymore. You're, you're now dipping into the next 15 guys. Right. And – I don't know enough about the Rams personnel to have an opinion on what kind of danger zone they're in right now. But I do know that they don't have anyone even remotely close to Gurley when he's banged up. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and you know, they miss Cooper Cup. I actually Cooper thought Cup, they weren't going to miss him. I was going to say that's the big thing. Since yeah. They haven't been the same since he's been out. They haven't. And then defensively, you know, we always say this with football, you just need to kind of get it going in January. But, I uh I they look a lot more vulnerable than I expected. I'm I disappointed thought, in Wade Phillips. I don't know, and especially with a keep to lead back in the last couple of weeks. I don't know yeah. what that team is is doing defensively. Like they're not they're not applying any pressure that you would think against these teams against Foles. Like get him rattled. I don't know. Well, what the no, but it's the run games that you know. Yeah. You look at the Eagles; they just have, I would say, one of the worst running back crews in the league. And they're they're running the ball on the Rams. That's embarrassing. Like Wendell Didn't Smallwood. Did you trade Chris Carson? He ends up being a pivotal player in, in our fantasy playoffs now. I guess I he wouldn't have helped me today. <laughs> he helped the other team. I uh, is gonna be mad at you. No, he he really shouldn't be. I <laughs> I this is it. I know I say this every year, but oh, I, I really think this is it. I think I'm done. Oh, stop! I had the best fantasy team I've had in 11 years, and right now. Every guy on my team has played, and I'm at 62.5 points. Well, hold on. But that, that's not saying the whole story. You're at 62.55. Your opponent is at 62.5. He has Drew Brees. It's right. not over yet. It's not over yet. If Drew Brees gets what kidnapped before tomorrow by aliens, <laughs> I have a chance. 
or if he or if he's warming up before the game and something pops in his elbow like mm-hmm. it's it's really fantasy miracle time but i had i had i, I mean it, i'm not the only one who got murdered by this this is why fantasy football is so stupid i had adam thielen and keenan allen who had a combined two points yeah i had jared goff who threw for 340 yards and somehow had like 15 points i had george Cato had five points I had Damon Williams on my bench for 24 points. I just hate fantasy football, Sal. I don't want to do it. I don't enjoy it. Why do I do it? Didn't you? What's fun about it? You ran a poll that said, I know this wouldn't have mattered either, but you asked, and it was more of a humble brag. Look, I got Philip Rivers. I got Tom No, it was not a humble brag. I got Jared Goff. Who didn't know who to start? I didn't know who to start out of those three. And then the public told you to start Philly Rivers, and you you didn't do it. Yeah, but he only had like 21 points. There's a seven point there. He would have been able to watch the first quarter tomorrow. I hate fantasy football. <laughs> I put up, me and Hench had the two best teams this year. Neither of us are going to break 70. Yeah. It's embarrassing. <laughs> screw this. Screw this fake sport. I'm just, I'm in for daily fantasy now. That's it. I'm, I'm, it is bad. I'm turning Everyone my soul over to FanDuel. By the way, speak, speaking of Todd Gurley, the greatest fantasy player that was traded away in our league, uh, yeah. What, what what is he doing? Trying not getting out of bounds there. What, but two players didn't get out of bounds in that last drive. Is he really cutting it in, thinking he's going to score there? What was that? What do you think the Eagles could get for Wentz? Uh, could they get two firsts for him? Oh, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe By the, the way, Cow- the Cowboys might take him from two firsts. All I have the the Eagles took they took my Super Bowl. Their fans are obnoxious, and now my team isn't going to win the Super Bowl this year either. All I have is is to start fake Wentz trade rumors. I'm just going to create a series of fake email accounts and just go on different Reddit sites and pretend I know people. I like that. I'm hearing this. I just want to cause tension. I yeah, would trade Wentz. Yeah, do that. The Bengal, the the Raiders offered uh, two for two ones. They have four ones. They ordered offered two for uh, Wentz. That's pretty good. Hey, Wentz can't stay in the field. Nick Foles has God with him. Mm-hmm. He's, he's he's like uh he's like the guy in Hoosiers, who he yeah. does he does the prayer before he goes in. What was that right, guy's right. name? Not Fletch, Strap, Strap. He's, he has his hand in the huddle a little extra, and then he goes. He's crashing the boards because God's with him. <laughs> Nick Foles, God behind him, man. You can't stop that. Uh, I don't know. They look the like a different gods team. On me, that's for sure. They look like a different team. Kevin Clark has this weird theory that um. Kevin Clark, I'm sure he's talking about this on the Ringer NFL show, that when there's a 15% chance for something to happen, that's usually like uh, like the sign it's actually going to happen. And the Eagles had a 15% chance to make the playoffs heading into that game. Oh, wow. He said his other cases were Donald Trump, the Pats being down 28-3 to mm-hmm. in the Super Bowl, and there was like three others. But he was like, it's his 15%. Is he theory. saying exactly 15? It has to be 15%. If the oh, okay. win probability or the odds or whatever is fifteen percent, right. that means it's going to happen. Does he keep keeping track of the other uh, times it, like it loses, like uh, overwhelming? He doesn't like talk it? about he doesn't talk <laughs> about those times. All right. He just talks about when it happens. <laughs> By the way, as we're taping this, the Miss Universe pageant is on Fox right now, and Steve Harvey's hosting. Oh, is it really? How Steve Harvey had the biggest screw up in the history of television <laughs> on this show, yeah. and. Don't you lose your job for that? No, that's the only reason anyone's tuning in is if he does it again, right? You know why I put it on? Because nephew Kyle, uh, his on-again, off-again girlfriend, who for some reason it's now on again, she just left. 
and the Pats lost, and he's a little down in the dumps. And what's really keeping his spirits it's up? Venezuela. Right now, it's Miss Venezuela. Miss Miss Venezuela is really keeping his oh uh, really his spirits up. Yeah. Yeah, but they don't want they they wear like trench coats now, right? You don't ever see any of them. Yeah, well, the trench coat competition they just had it actually. It was great. Yeah, Miss <laughs> yeah. Venezuela got the highest score. Um, Harry on against the odds last week or a couple weeks ago gave out Miss Thailand at like thirty to one, and when, when she went down to. Uh, 16 to 1, he considered it a huge victory, but I don't think she was even close to uh, placing it. <laughs> he, had, he had thoughts on the Miss Universe pageant? Yeah, he did a little too more research than he probably should have. <laughs> How do you research the Miss Universe pageant? Uh, I, don't, I don't know. Uh, he has some affliction with Thailand. <laughs> he liked it. He got <laughs> we, <in there. laughs> we, went out, we all went out to dinner to celebrate. Uh, the against all odds years, you were gracious enough to take out the producers yeah. and a couple other people, okay. and then, uh, and then Harry told us the story of how your friend Ken fired him, and yeah. then rehired him and fired him, and they were on the phone for ten straight hours, and we talked about this probably for forty five minutes straight at dinner, trying to figure out how two grown men could be on the phone together for mm-hmm. ten hours. And we didn't come up with a resolution is why I bring well, it up. I should let you know, I, I, uh, I approached Ken with this and I told him it was 10 and he was very upset that Harry's going around telling people it was 10 when it was seven hours. <laughs> it was seven hours. <laughs> I want to make that clarification. These two grown men spoke on the phone for seven hours. They're friends from college. One works for the other uh, now, but they uh, yelled at each other for seven hours. And, and- one was in Hawaii. And then, yeah, and then Ken was upset that you talked about this on your podcast. Yeah, right, right. But now right. we're talking about it on my podcast, too. Right, well. So I, now I, he's going to be really upset. He's going to be even more upset when we hit the parent corner future, but <laughs> you'll like it. <laughs> so anyway, that was a highlight, and I'm glad uh, I should have had Harry on to talk about the Miss Universe <laughs> thing. Do you have a great call of the week? Cause, uh, I don't know if it's great, but I think, uh, do you want to set this up, or what, what do we... Yeah, sure. I'll set it up. <laughs> Whatever. Um, Crown Royal is doing something pretty cool this football season. They launched a responsible drinking campaign called the Water Break. It's about encouraging people to hydrate between drinks for a better experience, whether at the game, watching at home, or in the bar. Have a great time. Enjoy some Crown. Don't be that person that ruins it for everyone. We've all seen that guy mm-hmm. who drank too much watching the game. Make the right call. Take a water break. What do you got for the right call this week? Well, the right call, the wrong call is not going to, and I like this all the time when a team changes offensive coordinators. The next game, they usually break out. And that's what the freaking Vikings did. 41-17, they beat the Dolphins. My right call goes to the Vikings front office. They get rid of John DeFilippo. They replace him with Kevin Stefanski. They love this guy. He's been, you know, he's been the quarterback coach for a while. They stopped him from going uh, to Pat, with Pat Shermer to the Giants. Um, 36 years old, he's going to be a head coach in the league next year. He'll probably go to the Browns or the Jets, maybe the Bucks. but he's very good with uh, young quarterbacks. And uh, the Vikings front office, they get my good call of the week. Okay. Probably should have been on the Vikings today. So bad. I had a little on the Dolphins, not knowing that Kenny Stills was out. The oh, line yeah. was so high, I got suspicious, and I had to throw a little token parlay. So bad watching Tannehill. But... My, uh, my right call of the week goes to myself. <laughs> We were at a party. You were there. It was mm-hmm. Wednesday night, and uh, Thursday night. Yeah. No, Wednesday night. Our agent, James Baby Doll Dixon, wasn't it? What do you mean? All oh, that part? Yeah, yeah, Lots yeah. Of parties. Yeah. Oh, okay. Wednesday night, uh, all, all the uh, extended Kimmel family was at this. 
It was a work party. Who who had the party? Uh, what do you mean? Who was who Jimmy's was there? Jimmy's production partner? Yeah, uh, Wheelhouse. Yeah, Wheelhouse. Mm-hmm. So ba- we're hanging out with James Baby Doll Dixon. He's had a couple. Mm-hmm. You see Maverick Carter coming toward us. LeBron's business partner hasn't even he hasn't even reached our circle yet. And Baby Doll's probably three people away. And I th- I say it was I think I said it to you. If it wasn't you, it was somebody else. But it was I'm pretty sure it was you. Wasn't you? Or maybe it was Lewis. I don't know. What'd you say? I predicted that Baby Doll would tell Maverick Carter that they've met before, get oh, upset yeah. when Maverick Carter couldn't remember meeting him before, yeah. and then spend the next three minutes berating him how, no, no, you remember, you remember, <laughs> and and just go over and over again how mm-hmm. they'd met before, which is a move that he's done over and over again, most famously with Oprah Winfrey and Jimmy right. Kimmel's dressing room that time. Can you do that story before I continue this one? I all I remember from that is uh, he was trying to get in Oprah's good graces and said, uh, "You met me before, right? I was with John Stewart." The the other game we play is how long it takes for him to, when he's talking to someone important uh, before he brings up John Stewart. Uh, <laughs> so it's usually about eighteen, nineteen seconds. But you remember me, baby? I was on with John Stewart. I brought him by. Yeah, like, I represent uh, him. Okay, yeah, I represent him. And he's like, oh, all right, okay. Oh, the other thing is, I'm going to Africa this summer. And she's like, well, what do we, well why would I care? You make schools there and stuff, right? So, yeah, that's his typical uh, <laughs> greeting to celebrities. So he introduces himself to Maverick. Maverick says, hey, Maverick makes the fatal mistake of saying, hey, it's nice to meet you, <laughs> which sets baby off, and he does the, no, no, we've met before. We met before, like, three years ago. It starts and. You know, Maverick is LeBron's business partner. He meets mm-hmm. a lot of people. And, yeah. and Baby, for some reason, thinks that when he meets people, it's this life-altering experience and they can remember the time and the place mm-hmm. and all the circumstances around it. So then the next three minutes were him explaining to Maverick the last time they met, which I'm pretty sure is the second most boring conversation you can hear anybody <laughs> have other than complaining about their fantasy team, which I just right. did 10 minutes ago. So I don't have a point. My point is my right call of the week was not, was being able to sense it before it even developed. I saw I, Maverick wasn't even over yet. And I knew what baby was going to do. And I was really <laughs> proud of myself. Poor Maverick. And by the way, this goes to anyone out there. It's so easy. All you have to do is say, nice to see you. And that covers everything. Like, oh, yeah, nice to see you. Oh, yeah, yeah, nice, nice to, to see, see you. you leaves it open that you right. might have met them before. May have met you. Maybe this is the first time we're meeting. It's fine. Covers everything. Well, my issue is I basically have meeting Alzheimer's. I have no idea who I met, and I barely mm-hmm. remember what I did six hours ago. But yeah. somehow I can remember all of Larry Bird's 125 best games. Right. I don't know what's wrong with my brain. <laughs> anyway. Well, it was a good call. <laughs> Crown Royal reminds everyone this football season to take a water break, hydrate responsibly. And then to nod when Baby Doll Dixon says to you, <laughs> we've met before. Just say, oh, yeah, I remember that. And that's it. You don't have right. to listen to it for the next three minutes. So there you I go. Like let's uh, let's quickly go over the playoff picture. Right. Houston is now the two seed, Sal. Yeah, that's, that's got to be rough for you. Houston's going to get a fucking bye. They suck. <laughs> I know the Pats suck too, but Houston, Jesus. Well, they won 10 What do they 11. do? They won 10 of 11. What now. do they do? Yeah. They have one receiver and a pass rush and the quarterback can scramble around every once in a while. Congratulations. <laughs> That's more than you do, right? Your Patriots. 
Well, we have we have five Super Bowl banners last time I checked. Oh, uh, I know. There's a lot of glee right now about the fall of the Patriots. And it reminds me of, of the scene um, at the end of This Boy's Life with Leo DiCaprio, your favorite actor. Yeah. When when he drives away with Ellen Barkin, they finally escape the abusive stepfather played by Robert De Niro. Mm-hmm. And they leave and he stands on the porch and he screams, you'll remember me! <laughs> you'll remember me! That's how I feel about the Patriots. You'll remember us. That's how Baby Doll was with uh, Maverick Carter. Just <laughs> 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 in a New York accent. Uh, yeah. So Casey is... When do we see New England play? I think I watched it with you at my house, but when was the last time they played? That, they'll get a Saturday night game. I know I'm not, I shouldn't count them out as a bye. They could still get a bye easily, but if they're a three seed, when, did they, when was the last time they played that first weekend? Usually they get the Saturday night. I think they played... Uh... Man, I don't remember. I thought they've had a bye every week for like nine years. But that Saturday night might have been a second round game we're remembering. Yeah. I don't know. It's usually not a good sign if we can't get a bye. That means yeah. something's gone wrong. So they're the three seed right now. Pittsburgh is eight, five, and one. So they are uh, a half game back at New Orleans home since he, the Chargers still with a puncher's chance of maybe um I don't know, maybe getting the one seed here. Because if San if Kansas City loses to Seattle this week. The Chargers beat Baltimore at home. The Chargers are now the one seed. I'm so done they go with from them. five to one. Yeah. We didn't talk about that. That was I one mean, of my I'm worst gambling losses. I was stuck in traffic pulling up to the Ringer party Thursday night, and, and then and uh, I'm watching on my phone, and I just like threw the phone into the back seat. I didn't even know if anyone was there, but uh, I was so mad at that game. I'm not betting against them the rest of the year. They, they seem to get going when they're down in a way that is usually a good sign for the playoffs. When they're down. How about when Keenan out, the best receiver is out? Oh, my. What what are the odds with that uh, in play? That was really when my fantasy season ended, when he tried to catch a ball over his head and landed. When the the receiver immediately grabs their hip and starts running like Fred Sanford, it's usually a bad sign. (laughs) The hip is a bad one, yeah. But, yeah, that Mike Williams was incredible in that game. Mm -hmm. Pushed off a little towards the end. I got to say – I got to say Rivers. Wow. We were talking, we talked, I saw you Wednesday night and we talked about Rivers MVP and it was like 22 to one. Mm-hmm. And we went through the whole thing and you still think Breeze is going to win regardless, but I don't know. This could be the River season. It's nice odds now that you have good value in that, but he's not passing for Breeze has like eight, nine percentage better for a completion percentage. Do you think one less loss? Do you think Rivers is going to announce when he's done playing? What do you mean? You think it'll just happen? No, it, it struck me. I was watching uh, Sports Center that night, and they interviewed him. And uh, he's got a really good personality, and he's really candid. There's something yeah. about him. I was thinking about him versus, like, you know, I saw a lot of Jason Witten interviews over the last 12, uh, 12 years. Yeah, you're, you're thinking of a replacement in the ESPN booth? No, I just I never watched Jason Witten and, oh. and thought to myself, wow, that guy would be really fun to listen to him call a game. Mm-hmm. And uh, and Rivers, I think, would be really good at it if he threw himself into it. Yeah. He's got a good personality. I'm yeah, saying like sure, five years why, from why now. Why are we even talking about that? He's one of the top quarterbacks right now. Yeah, but five. I'm just looking for replacements. Oh, yeah. Well, the other you know, guy. It, it sounds like half a joke when you say it, but um, having eight kids and saying, oh, nothing phases him. He has eight kids. Like, Yeah. Yeah, there's something to that. Yeah. <laughs> he kind of plays like a guy with eight kids. Doesn't care what's going on around him. <laughs> yeah. 
Uh oh, Bobby fell off the jungle gym. He'll be fine. Wipe, wipe off the blood, Bobby. Yeah, let me sidearm another thirty-yard touchdown here. Yeah, I was thinking about announcers because because uh, Romo has been such a revelation. He was fun yeah. to do the Pats game today, by the way. Mm-hmm. And You're then so uh, and then yesterday, Nate Burleson was fantastic. Yeah, that was a, that that first team. It, what, was it Mariucci? Was the third guy? Yes, it was. Yeah, very enjoyable. Really, I thought Nate good, was was excellent, especially considering that was his first time. Mm-hmm. It would be nice to get some new blood. I have a feeling like you're just not allowed to get fired once you get an announcing job, basically. Right. You say you, it's like being a tenured professor. I don't know how long. God bless Dick Stockton and some of these guys, but I I, I don't know how long we have to have the same announcers. Let's get some new, new blood in there. Well, you want to, speaking of... Uh not being able to fire anybody. You wanted to, I don't know if you still want to, but you threatened to defend Stephen A. Smith on this podcast. Oh yeah. Yeah. That's great. Go ahead. That's good. Should we take a break first? I don't care. Whatever you want to do. Yeah. Let's take a break. And then I'm going to defend Stephen A. Hey, let's talk about simply safe. You got all those presents under the tree. You're going to want to protect them. Thank God for the holidays. All the tech deals come out now. If you've been waiting for that, you made a smart move. Go to simplysafe.com slash BS. You can take advantage of their amazing holiday offer. They really rarely do anything like this, but they're doing it just for our listeners. Great protection for your home and family. They don't make you sign a contract. There's no hidden fees. They're getting great reviews. CNET, PC, Mag, Wirecutter, all say Simply Safe is the best security system there is. If you're looking for a security system and want a great deal, go to simplysafe.com slash BS to get the offer. Make sure you use that URL because it helps the show. And it makes me feel better about myself. That's simplysafe.com slash BS. Simply safe with two eyes. Hurry. This offer ends soon. And since we're here, check out the big picture, our movie podcast, which is heading into the Oscars home stretch. Sean Fantasy has a bunch of directors, actors, producers, ringer people, movie critics, you name it. They're all in there. Subscribe now. The big picture, our movie podcast. You're going to want it over these next. I don't know. Two months. There you go. All right. Um, yeah, we were talking about Stephen A, how he screwed up with the Chiefs and the Chargers game and did this breakdown, and he had a linebacker who wasn't on the Chiefs anymore <laughs> covering a tight end who was out for the season. <laughs> it was a problem. I'm not, I'm not going to lie. But um, listen, I, I've i kind of gone up and down on Stephen A over the years, and I think the last couple of years, I think he has hit a zone where he's one of the most entertaining sports media personalities of all time. Mm-hmm. I cannot believe that he can go on the last 15 minutes to get up, go on first take and do that show, which is really hard to talk in those long monologues for two sure. plus hours. Then he goes right to a radio show. He does his own radio show by himself for another two hours. And then he's like available to do boxing. He's available to go on location for every NBA playoff game. He's at the finals. The guy is like a take machine. Mm-hmm. And my point is, every once in a while, you're going to get some names messed up or forget something or maybe try to cheat one game that you weren't able to prepare for. And uh, and I, I think the man deserves some slack. I, all right. I buy that. but And I buy that anyone. Like I do five hours of live sports talk television a week. Yeah. And I, I certainly swallow my words every day, probably once a day. But uh, to get four things wrong makes you think that, I, at first I thought like a researcher was, was screwing with him. 
and just like, hey, I'm going to hand them this from 2016 because it would have made sense from 2000. Maybe that's what happened. So, Derek Johnson, Hansel Henry, he said San Diego Chargers, whatever. Everyone says that. Spencer Ware. But then to defend it, first of all, he only defended one of them. He said, oh, no, no. I, I, all right. So I said Hunter Henry. I meant Virgil Green. Virgil Green? Who is that? Like, what? That, that guy has, he's not having a good year either. What are you talking about? Yeah. Who is he anyway? Is that Ted DiBiase's guy? I don't even know who that is. <laughs> but um, I don't know. I don't know. It just seems, yeah, I agree with you. I think he's spread too thin. I don't, and what are they going to make him do uh, MMA too when the UFC goes to ESPN? Like maybe he doesn't have to do everything. ESPN has uh, people in holding deals that aren't doing anything. They give him a million dollars. So why do you have to have him on 17 different shows? Can I can I make a counter? Of course, yeah. It's really fun to watch David on TV. <laughs> Only when he's doing things like he did last week. He comes on the last fifteen minutes to get up, and he pulls out the Jalen on TV that I want on TV. I see. All right. I really, I really, he has a way of tapping into people and getting them fired up. He is the master now. The dramatic pause. He does <laughs> the, the, the dramatic everything. Yeah. I'm gonna do the Stephen A. dramatic pause right now. Right. Don't think that my microphone cut out. <laughs> Let me tell you something right now, Sal Icano. <laughs> Philip Rivers. And then he just goes. Like he, he really knows how to use silence as a uh, as a weapon. Do you think he's taking a nap in the dramatic pause? Because he is spread thin, like you said. He's he a little spread thin. Time to himself. If if uh if every once in a while he has a massive screw up and All gets right. made fun of for twenty four hours, I still think it's worth the risk of having Stephen A on TV for seven hours. I got gotcha. you. I Should think I used a dramatic pause between Spencer Ware and Hunter Henry somewhere <laughs> in there. Thought about it. <laughs> I think I used to joke in, two, in the mid two thousands that at one point ESPN was going to have a channel that was just Stephen A. Smith in all caps. <laughs> yeah. It might actually happen, but uh, no, I, I, I think uh, I think he's their best guy. Oh yeah, yeah, well, they, I really they, do. Guess what? They think he's their best guy too. He's I'll on every single minute. I'll tell you another thing. I would put him on the NBA show. Really? Yeah. I just have him on all the time. Give him a podcast if you like him so much. Uh, I got got him on. I'm a Stephen A. I'm inviting you on. I uh, I remember I had him when I was still at Grantland. He came on when I was at South by Southwest, I think. Yeah. And he was awesome on the podcast. And and that made me think, because I had gotten to know him a little bit for being at the finals. Mm -hmm. And that made me think there was more, this was... Less of a full-time shtick than I think people think. I think he yeah. has different levels he can go to. Well, he's he's good. He's a good podcast guy. He could you could rip uh, you could read your ZipRecruiter ads during his dramatic pauses. So. <laughs> Works nicely. Uh, uh, NFC playoff picture really quickly. Hmm. New Orleans in the lead. Rams two. Bears looking like locked in at three unless the Rams just keep falling apart. Yeah. Your team in the inside track on four. Seattle. Looking good for at least a wild card. Minnesota seven six and one. They got at Detroit home Chicago. Washington and Philly both seven and seven. Carolina not out of it, but they have to beat the Saints tomorrow. Absolutely have to win tomorrow, and then they have the Saints again last week, right? And that's it. Everybody else is crossed off. I think we can finally cross the Packers off. Yeah, right? yeah. Look at that and Denver. Who else are we crossing off? The AFC. Yeah, that's God. Thank God they got rid of Mike McCarthy. I know. It was, big. it was all his fault. <laughs> all right. Week 16. We have two set. No Thursday game. The Thursday game is gone. All right. Good. I'm proud of you. Got it. Yeah. You nailed it. Yeah. We got two on Saturday. Mm-hmm. Tennessee is home for the Redskins of Washington. 
Josh Johnson looking oh, to get yeah. looking to get a terrible contract from some dumb GM in in March. He might be getting forty million from somebody. I have the Titans by seven and a half over Washington. Yeah, I went big. I said nine, and it's ten. Jesus. Well, Jaguars are favored by seven, right? Yeah. I don't know. I guess, yeah, it's weird. Not I guess sure. the Redskins are still in, so that's double digits is maybe a little high. Tennessee is one of a swollen list of teams I would not want to be laying more than a touchdown with. You don't? Yeah, because if they fall down 14 of six or something, do you feel like they're coming back? Well, I don't know how they can fall down 14-6 with the most electrifying player in football. I mean, I'm, I'm definitely afraid of uh, Derrick Henry in the playoffs if he makes it. Yeah, it's weird that they wait forever to just turn the entire team over to him, and then when they yeah. do, all hell breaks loose. 33 carries today? Yeah. What goes on? It feels like it should be 33 carries every game. Yeah. Our other game is a good one. San Diego is home. Oh, San Diego, huh? Yeah. San Diego. <laughs> you heard me. They're playing uh they're playing the Baltimore Ravens in San Diego. All right. I have the uh San Diego Chargers favored by six. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm beating it. That's two for me. I said three and a half. It's uh four and a half. No, that's too low. It's you really just, hard. What do you think Vegas? I thought it was too low when the Chiefs were laying only three to them. And now uh yeah. I guess I like Baltimore on the road. It's really hard for Baltimore to score. Mm-hmm. It's about twenty points, and and so they have to keep the Chargers in that seventeen to twenty range, and I'm just not sure they're capable of that unless all hell breaks loose. One thing oh, we should we, should we make a case for the Chargers might be better off doing this on the road. I mean, obviously you want the buy. Well, you but, felt that um, today with the Rams, right? There's like forty thousand Eagles fans there. Yeah, I mean, I, I looked at uh, uh, you look online at Chargers Chiefs fans or attendance and, and hit uh, Google Images and. That's a sea of red. Like that was, it, it couldn't have had more of a better home. I don't know. I just don't trust them as, at home as much as I do on the road. I agree. I'm with you. Sunday, the marquee game is the New Orleans Saints hosting Ben Roethlisberger and his cracked ribs and the Pittsburgh Steelers. <laughs> I have the Saints by six. Yeah, you nailed it exactly. I said five, but I thought six was a little high, but we'll see. That's a short week. I guess it's an emotional win for the, the Steelers this week too. Did you like the running back the Steelers had today or James Conner? <laughs> I don't know why. I like everyone better than Le'Veon Bell. But um, I like Conner when he was at his best. Which th- one do you like? I like Samuels. I thought I uh, thought he was shiftier. Kyle likes Conner more. We were yeah. we were arguing about it when we were watching the I game. Do. I do. Conner's a, a more bruiser, bruiser type back in January, I would like to see. Well, the reason I bring it up is I actually think they should be playing both of them, and that that could be dangerous if they get in there, if they kind of try to reinvent themselves as more of yeah. a running team, because their run their their running attack has not been stealth this year. I think they were like in the bottom five for a running game. This I year. don't know how they be, but that I mean, Brown caught the touchdown, but did he have more than fifty yards? No, no, we yeah. shut him down. Our defense, we had this undrafted uh, rookie cornerback Jackson, who's been playing really well. Defense is actually the past defense has been good. It's been the run defense that hasn't been yeah, as good. Even Smith Schuster at forty. That's weird. Mm, Kyle's sorry. sorry. Kyle Kyle's upset that. about the game. Sorry right? about that. Yeah. It's all right, Kyle. We'll be fine. The watchables. I only have one. Houston at Philly. Mm-hmm. 
I think this is the week to clean up against Houston. I think they're favored by two and a half. And I'm ready to lose money again by going against them. All right. Well, I had four. And then I changed it after the game. I said, that's nuts. It's too high now. So he's back in it. I changed it to two and a half, three and a half. So we're going to split that. I had four as well. And then I changed it after the Eagles game. <laughs> you don't care. Nick Falls, man. Yeah, that was a scary team today. That was scary. I don't. You want to keep betting against Houston? You might be on your own here. Do you think Wentz has he bought a house? You think? Think he has owns he his own house? house? No. Do you think he owns his own house and just like I'm going to be here for the next 15 years? Oh, I don't that know. That kind of thing. Man, interesting. It's getting awkward with Wentz. Yeah, he could. Uh, maybe maybe it takes the Eagles plus nine and a half on the teaser. You can buy a bigger house with somebody with another team. What if the Giants offer them whatever pick they end up with this year? Next year's first. And then the year after that's first for Wentz. <laughs> Three firsts for Wentz. Eagles can keep Nick Foles. Yeah, that's a lot. That's a lot. I think the Giants just suck next year again and then wait for another class to come through. The Eagles trade him the AFC if they trade him. Yeah. Yeah, I'm trying to think who else. The uh, Dolphins wouldn't want him. What about he, Jacksonville? Oh, Jacksonville. That's a good one. Mm-hmm. So Jacksonville, Jalen Ramsey, Jacksonville's first, and then two more first-round picks. Perfect. That's done. Nick Foles, pack your bags. Do that. We're going with God and Nick Foles. You know what would be funny if you – I know this is what you want to do. You want to spread a fake trade rumor, but you should say Kevin Clark reporting. Uh, <laughs> we Jacksonville should. offered two ones and Jalen Ramsey. We should have a fake fake ringer reporter who's not actually a real human being. Yeah, right. Like Jack Klonsman reports. <laughs> wow. I if I I think Fultz and Carson Wentz are going to be on the same bus out of Philly together. Mm. Barely watchables. We have a bunch. Next week's not a very fun week of football. Yeah. I got to be honest. Patriots home for the Bills. The Patriots are going to be favored by way too high. And I'm worried about this game because I think it's going to be hard for them to move the ball in Buffalo's defense. I think Buffalo has a good defense. Buffalo's a year away from being something. In my well, they were a year. They, yeah, they they were last year away from being something. Well, the last year was a the, the year fluke, was though. last year. <laughs> no, that was a, that was stupid though. I'm saying they might actually be a good team next year. Yeah. I have the Pats by eleven and a half. Yeah, I guess they haven't had a running back all year. McCoy's been they have no here. skill I, position players. I don't. You don't know yeah. who any of those guys are. I have thirteen, and it's uh, twelve and a half. Yeah, they played good for a, a guy. Actually, quit on them this year. At yeah, time. they're not that terrible. But I'll tell you what is terrible: that AFC East. And people got on my case, like, "Hey, why didn't you say anything to Simmons when he said you were giving me shit about it?" Thank God the Cowboys play in a horrific division. Yeah. Well, your team's played in one for like sixteen, seventeen years now. So, so so what's your point, Sal? My point is you're now going to beat the Bills and you're going to beat the Jets and Houston's going to lose a stupid game and you're going to get the two seed. That's my point. I like how people on Twitter were giving you shit as opposed to like all the good people on Twitter who have just <laughs> yeah, kind, <five>. kind <laughs> things to pass along. <laughs> there are a few naysayers. You wouldn't believe it. Yeah. Dear Sal, I just want to tell you I really enjoy your podcast. <laughs> Keep doing what you do. Not a tweet you'll see very often. <laughs> Hey, Sal, why don't you stand up to fucking Simmons? His division sucks. (laughs) Fuck you. It seemed like an easy one. I don't know. 
Uh, Cowboys home for the uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I hate this game. I'd hate it too. Bucks were hanging around in that Ravens game. They yep. they couldn't really put it together, but they were they were lingering. I have it the seems Cow- like oh go ahead take your guess. What I think the Cowboys by eight. Uh, I said seven and a half, and it's seven. Um, mm. it's probably around right. I, I, yeah. I, it just seems doesn't it seem like Jameis could hit that little. I don't know that that post route to to Evans at midfield. I feel like it's open a lot. Yeah. And then just goes away from it. It just disappears or gets sacked like two out of six plays. I think he is going to be the star of one of the spring football leagues in like two years. <laughs> They're going to build it around him. Maybe probably the Charlie Eversall league. Vikings. Like By the way, a lot of scary underdogs in this set in this like six to eight point range mm-hmm. this week from a money line standpoint. We should think about that. Yeah. A lot of tease killers. Vikings are in Detroit. This Detroit. Another one. I didn't even know about this, but for some reason, I was watching the Lions Bills game, and they were talking about uh, the Lions did something with Matt Stafford, where they're they're pushing their fans to vote for him for the Pro Bowl, and people got really upset because he's had such a shitty season, and it turned into like a social media thing. Matt Poor, Sta- the Lions, Matt Stafford, yeah, for the Pro Bowl, yeah, really? the Lions. The Lions did something about vote for him. Here's the link. And then people were like, fuck you, Matt Stafford. You're not going to believe this, but people on Twitter took umbrage. Oh, no. <laughs> people on Twitter were upset about it. But Haven't uh, the Lions done enough for him? They gave him a nine-figure contract. And he's I know. the fourth-best quarterback in the, in the division. But, I mean, the irony is Matt Stafford will be at the Pro Bowl after the first seven guys drop out. And there he you gets go. A free You're right. And vacation. I have the Vikings by uh, three and a half over the Lions. I said the same thing, three and a half. It's five. Hmm. I'm not betting the Lions, but that might be a good spot for them. Kirk Cousins is just dying to screw the Viking fans. Yeah. Even today, they're up 21 nothing, and he throws the pick six just to keep everybody on their toes right. for a little yeah, bit. No He's like, yeah, watch yet. this. Oh, you think you think you have this? <laughs> Colts home for the Giants. This is another red flag tease killer game. Hmm. Colts looking great. Giants look awful. And yet uh, Saquon on turf is a little scary. I have the uh, Colts by eight. I said seven, and you get it. It's uh, it's nine. It's way high. Oh, bonus! After the Colts game today, they actually interviewed Andrew Luck. No, they did. Yeah, we don't oh, even yeah, have to do it this week. That. No, we don't even have to do it. Anyone who saw the game, was like, oh, it was a great team effort, and he did oh. that whole thing. It was fantastic. <laughs> oh, he did do it. All yeah, right. he did it. He did the whole thing. I'm very <laughs> proud of the guys. I like him. Let me tell you, the NFL is dying to make Indy at Tennessee uh, the Sunday night game. Week 17. So, what is it going to be? Indy plays Tennessee, uh, week 17. And that seems to be the only game that could matter if both those teams are playing for a, or one of them is playing for a, uh, a wild card. But a lot of stuff has to happen. Ravens have to start losing. My wife thinks that my Andrew Luck impersonation sounds like my Jackson Maine impersonation. <laughs> Let's hear the Jack. I didn't hear the Jackson impersonation. Uh, hold on. I got to find a Stars Born quote. You have to find it? Well, I just. Look, talent comes everywhere, but having something to say and a way to say it to have people listen to it, that's a whole other bag. That's my Jackson Man impersonation. What do you well, think? I don't Kyle? think it does. I, I don't think I saw the movie. Because I could actually hear the uh, Andrew the Giant Luck impersonation. Look at me. All you got to do is trust me. That's all you got to do. <laughs> that's close. Yeah, I'm working on it. That's Jackson Man's a work in progress. You got to like do it deep in, uh, deep in your throat. 
I don't want to step on the luck. I, I guess I have to choose. I don't think I can do both. Panthers. Panthers are home for the Falcons. I have the pa- I have the Panthers by six. Six. Yeah. I said four. It's three and a half. Oh, don't get carried away with the Falcons because they beat that terrible Cardinals team today. Come on. Well, listen. One's going to be five and nine. The other's going to be six and eight. How many points think, did they lay? You don't think the Panthers at least throw a couple haymakers in this Saints game? I do think they cover. I think they keep it close. They'll. they'll yeah, I think they'll I bring, what they do. I, they'll bring I, I some brass knuckles to the ring. I, listen, but what are we going to, you know, Cam's injured. He's playing through injury. Yeah. No, I mean, I just think this is like a, a kitchen sink brass knuckles game. Uh-huh. You right. take some swings. I still think the Saints win, but I, I don't think they, I don't think the Panthers go down quietly. Yeah. Bears, Niners. Niners, man. I, you know, I got to say Mullins was good in that game. He yeah. made a lot of nice. He overthrew, of course, George Kittle because George Kittle's on my fantasy team. It would have been a seventy-yard <laughs> touchdown. But other than that, he uh, he moved around. He took some big hits. He he hit his checkdown dudes. He hit some guys downfield. I, I was impressed. I thought twenty he was for good. twenty-nine, two seventy-five. Yeah, you know, Kittle was the the heaviest player ever to uh, go uh, have two hundred plus yards receiving last week. Heaviest really? player ever. Heaviest. I think yeah. What is he like two seventy or something? Something like that, yeah. Yeah, he's fast. He is. He's probably the fastest tight end too. I was so, impressed. Yeah. I was impressed by the Niners. I liked. Uh, I liked the bald defensive coordinator too. It was a lot of great fist pumps from him. Oh yeah. yeah. Who's that guy? Is he a coaching candidate? I think uh, it's my friend Harry. Yeah. Is <laughs> I have uh, the Bears by eleven in San Francisco. No, you don't. Yeah. It's in San Francisco. Bears by eleven. I'm staying with it. Oh my God! We may have to discontinue this podcast. Yeah. Bears by five and a half. I said it's three and a half. What? Yeah. They won the division. They don't. They're not, not going to give it their all here. Hold on. Yeah, they still. They can still get a two seed though. What was Seattle? Seattle was three, three and a half, four. Yeah, but the Bears are their defense is unbelievable. I guess they should be higher than Seattle. Maybe right. it's a little low, but eleven. Come on. Yeah, eleven was dumb. I love how you're upbraiding me. I've beaten you like seven straight years. How dare <laughs> you? Maybe, maybe this is my week. Hold on. One, two, three, four. Yeah, I'm gonna beat you this week. What else you got? Bears. So what was the Bears line? Three, Three and, and a half? half. Yeah. Oh my god. That I mean, look. There was it was pouring rain in that Niners game. Yeah. Every dumb thing that could have happened against the Seahawks happened, and they and it still went to overtime. And the Seahawks had the ball; they get a holding penalty, and the kick. Oh, the guy fumbled the kickoff. Right. Start at the fourteen. They get a play down the sideline that somehow gets called back. That was ridiculous. Did I don't you think have the Denver. I'm not going to lose three weeks in a row with this team. I'm sorry. I had them against Denver or Denver against them. Seattle. Enough's enough. I think the Bears win this game by double digits. And, right. you, and I'm going to remind you when, that you laughed at my minus 11. Trubisky's a poor man's Nick Mullen. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and I don't even know if his first name is Nick. I was just guessing. Four teams in the poop fecta. We're going to go with, uh, first of all, the Cleveland Browns at home for Cincinnati. I have the Browns by eight and a half. I went high on this one. Can you believe that? Yeah. Um, you went slightly high. I had six. I went low, but I'm closer because it's seven. But. The Browns are six, seven, and one, and a seven-point favorite in a division game. That's astounding. The Browns were a Hugh Jackson firing away from making the playoffs. Yeah, 
If it had happened like three weeks earlier, I really think they would have made it. Which game could they have won? So the Raiders, that's the one, the glaring one. They lost in overtime to the Raiders and obviously tied the Steelers, a game I think Well, the, they ste- the Steelers tie was uh, was egregious. Right. There was another one, too, they, they should have won. They should be 8-6 eight and, eight and six right now. Yeah, they, they, their, their record does not reflect the talent of that team and mm-hmm. the games that they've played. Miami is home. They for lost the- to New Orleans 21-18. They uh, should have won that game, though, remember? Yeah. Lost to Tampa Bay in overtime, twenty six, twenty three. Another stupid one. Yeah, yeah. My they had a there was one game where their kicker murdered them, but I don't mm. remember which one that was. Miami is home for the Jaguars. I have Miami by four. You get this one. It's four and a half. I said six. That's a stay away for of all yeah. stay away. Two Florida teams. Ugh. Enough. Enough. Packers at the Jets. Sam Darnold, Aaron Rodgers, two ships passed in the night, going in different <laughs> directions. One's going north, one's going south. I don't need to tell you which one's going south. <laughs> Packers, I have minus four against the Jets. I said four also. Vegas is not done taking Packer backer money. Mm. Two and a half. Wait. Baiting you. Baiting you to take Green Bay here. Begging. Hmm. I like the Jets. Last yeah. one, uh, Rams at Arizona. The Arizona is awful. I think Arizona is the worst team in the league right now just because of the injuries. Mm-hmm. I have the uh, Rams by 11.5 in Arizona. Yeah, you get this one. I, I only said 9.5. I, I don't know. It's something about it, uh, that Rams team I didn't like today. Um, but it's 13.5. Hmm. They have to win that, right? Yeah, they're, they're- Gonna win this. They, Patriots have to it. win. That's two wins. Yeah. Let's uh let's take one more break, then we'll do the last thing. Mm-hmm. Let's take a break to talk about FanDuel. If you're like me, your fantasy season is dead. It's over. Well, at least we have daily fantasy. Go to FanDuel. You get the excitement of researching and building your team each week, regardless of the outcome. You don't get your feelings hurt by players that you felt like were part of your family for the last four months. And then they disgrace themselves and ruin your weekend. FanDuel has never been more fun or easy to play. Trust me. I've tried other DFS sites before. If you're not a fantasy expert, um, this is where you want to be. You get a $5 bonus when you make your first deposit. Pick a new fantasy team every week. This is my only chance to play fantasy next week. I promise you I'll be doing it. Come play with me at FanDuel.com slash BS. New users only. Bonus not available for withdrawal. State and age restrictions apply. For full eligibility rules and terms and conditions, go to FanDuel.com. And since we're here, I want to remind you on the Ringer podcast, two relatively new podcasts, Ryan Rosillo's Dual Threat, which is kind of coming into the home stretch here. I mean, we'll see if it's going to keep going through the draft. We've got to negotiate with Ryan and his team of uh, accountants and lawyers. And then uh, winging it, Vince Carter, Kent Bazemore, Andy Finberg, They had an awesome podcast with Steph Curry and Andre Iguodala last week that made some news. So check that one out as well on the Ringer Podcast Network. All right, Sunday night. KC is in Seattle. This is a good one. Yeah. I'm excited for this one. I think Seattle is going to be underdogs. And I can't remember how many times Seattle has been an underdog in a night game at home when they've actually had a decent to good team. Hmm. It has not been many times that that's happened. I think the Chiefs will be favored by three points. I said two and a half. Right now it is two and a half. Yeah, this is a tough one. 
you're going to want to bet the Chiefs in the bounce back game, but Seattle kind of needs to bounce back too. And like you're right, I don't know, I don't remember them being an underdog too much, but they did win that night game two weeks ago. What well, were they favored by three against the Vikings? Is that a week ago? Yeah, something like that. Hmm. I uh, I think Damian Williams is really good. I actually think he's better than Spencer Ware. If there's one good thing from that Spencer Ware injury is that they found out that Williams is actually better than him. Yeah. I wonder how the hell they lost that game still. I don't know. With, with Williams running well, uh, Mahomes completing ridiculous passes, they still blew it. Did you see um, there's a couple bad fake punts today? Yeah. The Bears had Rams. one. The Bears had a really, really – or maybe they went for it on oh, fourth I did and one. See that. Yeah, yeah they, no, the Bears did the fake punt. It was just a snap to the up back. Yeah. That was terrible. The Rams yeah. ran a really risky one that it looked like the guy actually caught it, but then it hit the ground. That I was also weird. thought he was all over his back, but it seemed I, like I know it. I know it hit the ground, but this has been a recurring theme on the pod, but um there's a recklessness this year. They it it's coaches trying to be quote unquote aggressive, but now it's just reckless. Mm-hmm. And we see it on these fourth and ones where you're not you're not entirely sure why they're going for it on fourth and one and the with the team they have and the personnel on the field and then these right. weird fake punts and it's like Peterson has made the whole league crazy. Peterson yeah, Peterson being like, Yeah, fuck it, we're going for it has infected the whole league and now everybody thinks they're hot shit. These fake punts and I don't know. Who went Saturday night? Oh no, but then oh Saturday night the Denver kick a field goal when they should have gone for it. No, I can't remember. No, but that was stupid though because I I wouldn't have minded that if I felt like their defense was going to stop Cleveland. But I, I didn't really feel that way. I, I had Cleveland. I was so happy that Denver kicked the field goal. But don't wouldn't you? You don't want your you know you want Baker backed up at the end zone inside his five. You got the yeah, if you don't get screaming it. at you. That's a nice spot to be in, even if you don't make it on fourth down. Yeah, I thought they should have gone for it, but they they settled for the field goal. Right. On the other hand, I mean, they had they were down to like, you know, no receivers left, and mm-hmm. Philip Lindsay wasn't doing anything. So, I don't know. Um, last one Monday night, Broncos at Oakland. Ugh. Can they flex this one to the preseason next year? What do we have to watch this? I'm gonna flex my bowels. <laughs> That's an awful one. Ugh. I have the Broncos by six. Oh wow, you went high. I said three and a half. It's only two. Really? Good week for me. Or maybe bad one for you, which however you want to look at it. What's good about Oakland? They were a little feisty today. I don't know what you could say about it. I didn't watch that game too much, but they seemed in it. It's Driscoll. Okay. All right, so you kicked my ass this week. There we go. I just have to win the next um, 13 weeks, and we tie. What do you got for parent corner? Oh, parent corner. All right, let me set this up. So uh, we went to Corolla's to watch football, and uh, we got Brad there and Harry, and my friend Ken says, hey, I have to stop over. Um, I'm coming back from Hawaii. Uh, I, I, then I have to go to Palm Springs. Let me, where, where are you watching football? I'm like, well, we're, in, we're at uh, with Corolla, Corolla's warehouse. All right, so he goes, and he brings like four dozen donuts from Hawaii. I don't even remember the name of the, the place. But uh, they're good as like guava cream. He's like, oh, you got to taste this guava cream. He's pushing these donuts on everybody. And then uh, our friend Brad comes in, oh, no. and he's in a, a bad mood. And uh, why is he, he in met, a bad mood? Well, he met he. I think he owes some money in taxes. And um, and he, uh, my friend Ken, who knows everything about everything, is like, well, let me help you out. What do you have? 
what, what's going on, you know? Um, and he tells them, you know, I owe X of money, X amount. Can I pay this off? What do you think? They're like, well, you have a job. Uh, they're probably not going to let you take 10 cents on the dollar since you have a, a job and you've had a job for years. And he's like, uh, why don't you just pay your effing taxes? Uh, Brad no. picks up a handful, passes on the donuts because the donuts were good, but takes a handful of um, uh, watermelon and throws it at Ken, hits him in the chest. And he's like, thanks for your fucking advice. And then he goes to walk away. And now it's a scene. Now it's bad. And I, now I have to separate both of them. Oh, and, Ken, uh, Ken was like ready to fight him? Oh, yeah. And Brad's calling him names and Ken's calling Brad names. And, um, and your kids are there? My kids are there. And this is, this is where it's up. And so we temporarily bring Brad in one. I don't want anyone to go home. Part of me is loving this, but I have to get past this very uncomfortable spot where they want to kill each other, you know? Yeah. Um, and, uh, and so, but I don't want anyone to go home, but Ken's like, it's either me or him. One of us is leaving. I'm like, oh, this is just going to be bad if, if one of them has to leave, but it, it kind of has to be Brad because he, he committed an assault kind of and is still angry. It's a watermelon out. assault. Yeah. Well, <laughs> he'll throw watermelon on Sunday. Yeah, my wife, I told her to get fruit, and I said, don't get watermelon, it's gamey, but she got watermelon anyway. I don't want to blame her, but anyway. Yeah. Okay, so anyway, uh, Brad's in the other room, and I was like, Ken, listen, how about if you just stay on the other side of the room? He's like, no, he threw watermelon at me. I'm not taking that, and I'm not sitting here with him. And my son, my 13-year-old, is like, Ken, you know what? You offend. I think you went too far with the just pay your effing taxes. Um, you know, I, I don't think you should have to apologize, but... Uh, I think you hurt him more than he hurt you. And he like took a step back and he's like, all right, fine. As long as he just doesn't talk to me, that's fine. So my 13 year old is smarter than all of us broke into peace between Ken and Brad. And, um, Ken says he's still never talking to Brad again, but, uh, that was nice for the rest of the day at least. What an amazing story. Yeah. It's nice, that reminded right? me of a little bit of when, uh, you and Jeff Ross were feuding for months <laughs> and then Tom Cruise heard both sides of the story and then said, right. you've offended your friend. <laughs> you have apologize. to apologize to him. Yeah. was that? Yeah. It's like a 13 year old Tom Cruise. Wow. Yeah. What an incredible story. There you go. I feel like I raised him the right way. Just, just based on that. What a week for Ken. He had a 10 hour <laughs> phone call with another man and yeah. he had watermelon thrown at him by a lunatic. <laughs> <laughs> the Cody's are really hitting up and heating up in the fourth quarter. Everybody wants it. <laughs> oh my God. Uh, and then there's our friend Daniel, who was genuinely upset at me that I didn't invite him to the Ringer staff holiday party that was on a Thursday and only had people that worked for the Ringer. Right. I'm furious. He's going to hear this. Yeah. Yeah. He's going to be even more upset. Uh, for my parent corner, I have to go get my son. So hold on one second. Oh, good. All right. All right. For my parent corner, instead of having um, me tell you what my son's Christmas list does, he's actually here. He's going to tell us. Oh, good. His Christmas list. This is what he's asked for. Do you still believe in Santa or no? Oh, no. Okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> you did. Idea. You believed in the elf of the shelf until a year ago. Yeah, when mom told me she he was fake. Okay. In the restaurant. No, I told you. No. Oh, wait. Yeah, you did. Yeah, I did. <laughs> you want that distinction. Yeah. Um. <laughs> All right. Give us your Christmas list, man. Number one. NXT wrestling figures. NXT wrestling figures. Any any ones in particular? I want them to make an Alistair Black figure. Okay. What's number two? A gold chain. Mm -hmm. A gold chain. <laughs> <laughs> is it thick? Is it thin? What kind of a gold chain and why? 
I want a thin one to look like Craig Kimbrell for baseball. Okay. Wow. <laughs> Sounds good. <laughs> Where do we get a gold chain? Kyle, are you going to help out oh, with yeah, this? Yeah, we can. We'll find one. We'll find a good one. All right. Because Kyle's been. Did he watch on... Mr. T? Did he watch Rocky Three? I mean, is that what he's. Do you want a clock like Flavor Flavor? Or yeah. No? Yeah. Okay. All right. We'll get. We'll start with a chain. We'll see if you like it. All right. What okay. else is on the list, Ben? Baseballs. I need more baseballs because I keep on throwing them over. <laughs> throwing them over where? In the bushes or mm. like over to the neighbor's yard. So Ben, he plays baseball in the backyard and you're not going to believe this, but sometimes takes full baseball swings and hits wow. the ball. And they went into the other, the neighbor's yard and our neighbor who, um, who speaks English, but I wouldn't say it's strong. Um, called my wife over and gave her like 12 of Ben's baseballs that were all in their yard that had bounced in their pool and mm. hit various parts of their guest house and things like that. So the neighbor's not a big fan of Ben. What else, Ben? I know, I want a new glove for baseball too. Why do you need a new glove? Because I writ all over mine. You did what? You writ? I, 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 you wrote all Yeah. Over? I don't have good grammar. Don't judge me. <laughs> okay. I thought he said I want a new drug. I thought it was a Huey Lewis. <laughs> that's nice. next year. Okay. What else, Ben? Um, I want gift cards. Gift cards. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. You did. You got some PlayStation gift cards, and you got the code, and you got the WWE 2K19 game. Yeah. For video, and that was good. You gotta be careful with the Visa gift cards, because then he could just go off the internet. You have specific <laughs> gift cards. Yeah, yeah. It's gotta be <laughs> it's like PlayStation. Something specific. Or iTunes. You'd like the iTunes gift yeah. card. Okay, what else? This last, is good for your grandparents to listen to this, boy. Like last thing, Red Dead Redemption 2. Woo! Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's that's actually that that we've we've run uh ads from them, and that was like a generic ad right there. Wasn't even an ad. Yeah, nice. it's the better GTA. Because I haven't allowed you to play GTA yet. Yeah. Any New Year's resolutions, Ben? Other than to not be as much of a dick? <laughs> That's what I was going to say. Okay. <laughs> That's good enough, I think. That's yeah. good. All right. Ben, hold on. Wait, didn't you, uh, wasn't he playing uh, Call of Duty? No, not Call of Duty. Uh, what's Fortnite. Uh, Fortnite, yeah. And then what happened with that? I think people want to know. He, he was um, suspended. Well, grounded from playing. Well, yeah, I did get. He threw the controller and right. it bounced off the floor and hit his TV and and shattered the screen on the TV. And guess who hasn't had a TV for the last month and a half? Oh, it really? Ben has Simmons. Been that long. Yeah, he has oh. no TV in his room anymore. Not that he should have in the first place. Wow! All right, I'm proud of you for having. What you hey, learn ben, from? You know, you know what you should add to the list? Add the neighbor's house. Then, then it's easier. Then you don't have to get more balls. You could just it'll be your house. Yeah. And you could get right. I mean, if Daddy really loves you. Yeah. <laughs> so that's it, Ben. Any New Year's yeah. resolutions other than not be as much of a dick? Um, no. What is there? <laughs> is there going to be a girlfriend for you next year? Hell no. <laughs> Hell no. I'm waiting till sixteen oh, at least. Sixteen. We'll talk after Ben. What are your <laughs> thoughts on uh, nephew Kyle dating the girl again? Oh no, she he's back. The <laughs> on again, off again girlfriend is now on. It's fine. It's fine. Oh, man. It's fine. Ben is your homie, man. He always has your back. I know. I know. That's your dude right there. We'll go out and find girlfriends together. Yeah. We'll, walk, uh, we'll walk Melrose or something. Yeah. Maybe she'll buy you a baseball, Ben. <laughs> <laughs> ben, thanks for coming on the podcast. You're welcome. Good luck getting some of those gifts. I love it. See you, Ben. All right. Yeah. So, <laughs> so yeah, I had him on because um, 
because one of his one of his uh, Christmas wish list things was a gold chain, and I felt like you needed, I love you it. needed to know that. That's the best. He's eleven. Does do you have do you know anybody who's put a gold chain on their wish list? No, I really don't. I'm trying to think. Kyle, what's in my future with that kid? More gold chains for sure. More than multiple gold chains. There's going to be a leather jacket soon, too, isn't there? Yeah. He's going to be a Chris Moltisante, I think. I think he's got a soprano <laughs> on your hand. It's like 25% Italian. What do you have to uh, What do you have to plug, Sal? Uh, uh, lock it in Monday through Friday, 4.30 to 5.30 uh, Eastern time. Damn it, Rams. I would have won. I would have had a 60% profit on the week, but they couldn't pull it together. Jimmy Kimmel Live, 11.35 uh, each weeknight on ABC and against all odds Wednesday night, we're going to handicap the big games. We'll get best bets from the, the general trifecta. Harry's won nine out of 10, uh, bets. So listen for that. Has he really? Yeah. Yeah. He won't let me forget it either. Bucks under. It's always a stupid game that I don't want to take the Buccaneers under. There's going to be no points in that game. He was right. Can we have a, can we do a 24 hour telethon where it's just Ken and Harry talking? No, that would be Trying great. to raise money for Brad's taxes? Yeah. <laughs> it's only two <laughs> it's only two and a half phone calls. Yeah, if everyone sends a dollar, we can tell more uh, Brad stories. We wouldn't have enough money, but... Can't Brad start like a Patreon account so people can chip in? He's brought <laughs> oh, so much joy. <laughs> My Crazy. Brad. Um, maybe, there's right. a, maybe there's a watermelon tossing, tossing league you can join and uh, excel at that. I can't believe he threw watermelon chunks at Ken. For some reason, that that's like especially disgusting. Like a donut would have been like better. A line you wouldn't cross, right? Donut yeah. would have been better. It's, Watermelons it's, are wet. Yeah, you're like moist they stain. Yeah. Some people right. are allergic to watermelon. It that's... stained his shirt. Yeah, he uh, yeah, Ken uh, Ken claimed he had a date tonight. I don't know. There's, there's a lot going on. A date, a date like a Tinder date. I don't know. <laughs> we get into it. He had to get on a plane for it, so. You get on a plane for Good a date? Time. I have crazy friends. I think I have too many crazy friends. I may have to make cuts. That should be like a nightclub. Yeah. You have, you know, you're like a 50-person nightclub is your friend base. And once you right. get to 50, you got to kick somebody out if you had a new friend. Like, your friend, who's who's your best friend at Fox that you've made since you started working for them? Uh, well, I like, I like Stoner. But, Rob Stone. You yeah. like Marcellus Wiley. You like yeah, a bunch yeah. of those guys. So yeah. you add a couple of those people, kick a couple of the uh, older people out of the nightclub. I like it. You make a reality show out of it. Yeah, that's smart. You should vote. So- yeah, vote some of them off. Yeah, and then someone gets a nice shiny gold chain at the end. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, I'm not coming to the fantasy draft next year. I'm really done. <laughs> I'm really done. I don't want to do this anymore. You're going. It's going to be fun. I don't I don't feel good about myself. I did not enjoy today. I have low self-esteem now. I didn't like How, it. Would this be the greatest fantasy win ever if Drew Brees uh, gets hurt in the first play? Like if they just benched him? Yeah, did something. Yeah, I guess they'd have to bench him. <laughs> Drew Brees is hurt. The announcers are talking in hushed tones. I'm jumping yeah. on the coffee table. Yeah, those yeah. are the, those are forget the dumb Wentz uh, trade rumors. Those are the rumors you'd be starting about Drew Brees' Twitter. Um, you know, something, something weird. Poor Wentz. Should Wentz start boxing stuff up now? No, oh, man. I don't know what they're going to do with him. Yeah, you well, got to pay him. I'm sure the next fan base will like them. All right, Sal. Good job by you. Good job by you, Billy. All right. Thanks to ZipCruder. Don't forget to go to ZipCruder.com slash BS. Thanks to SimpliSafe. Remember, SimpliSafe home security system is ready to protect your home and family. And if you're waiting for the right holiday tech deal to come out, 
You made a smart move. Right now, go to simplysafe.com slash BS. Take advantage of their amazing holiday offer. No contract, no hidden fees. Once again, simplysafe.com slash BS. That is Simply Safe with two eyes for a great deal on a great security system. Hurry. This offer ends soon. Thanks to the ringer.com. Don't forget to check out all of our awesome best of 2018 stuff. And thanks to FanDuel. If you're not a fantasy expert, FanDuel is the place to play. At FanDuel, you get the excitement of researching and building your team each week, regardless of the outcome. And you don't get your feelings hurt by people you've known for 15 weeks who then let you down in week 15. Come play with me at FanDuel.com slash BS. Get a $5 bonus when you make first deposit. New users only bonus not available for withdrawal. State and age restrictions apply. For full eligibility rules and terms and conditions, go to FanDuel.com. Don't forget about the rewatchables. That is going to be earlier in this week. We're doing Con Air, and uh, I will see you here on the BS Podcast. Until then.